Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Excuse me, you know what I'm doing? Like something I should have done. I'm pulling up this. I, I was very bad. Like I didn't say the names of the other actors. <laughs> and I should know the names of the other actors because uh, they all do a good job in this movie. Um, Daniel, okay. Hey, uh, wait, dude, I'm in North Carolina. Where are you? Whoa, I'm in Charlotte. Where are you at? Come see me this weekend. I'm playing Scrooge at the, uh, and we can talk about this online, I hope. Um, I'm playing Scrooge at the Andy Griffith Playhouse oh in Mount Airy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are hitting an area of North Carolina that is so popular. I mean, the whole world comes there because they want to experience that that Andy Griffith kind of a vibe. That's how I found it. Because aside from doing this for a living, I, you know, I revere the Andy Griffith show. Um, uh, one of my favorite TV shows, along with The Odd Couple and The Honeymooners. I don't. I don't know that there's ever been a better show than those three shows. Do you think uh, that's despite wh- what? Do you think that's the reason why that you have become such an incredible character actor is because those that were on Andy Griffith were, were I mean, you, they had to act out those parts and become those characters. But you know, it's interesting. I'll tell you the truth. I Arrow, I became an actor not because I wanted to be a great thespian. I became an actor because I loved TV and movies and I wanted to simply be on TV and movies. Now, ingeniously, I did what you're supposed to do and that's, I grew up in the theater and I found the stage and I worked out everything on stage first and then I moved to Hollywood. But uh, you watch any performance on the Andy Griffith show and you scratch your head and you think, why did people, they thought they were watching a documentary. <laughs> they didn't know they were watching actors. <laughs> that's, so, so that's what I think. So true, so true. Hey, we've got something in common, cardboard boxes. You turned yours into a TV set. Mine was a rock and roll drum set. Oh, I love it. Isn't it amazing how you can follow? I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I speak, now look, I speak from my heart. I'm sorry if hopefully I don't turn off any of your listeners. <laughs> But God is good, yep. right? And when I was a kid, everything that I did and loved has turned into something that was part of my adulthood. Um, from performing on a cardboard television, uh, I'd go see Rich Little do impressions. Oh, and then, you know, 17 years later, we're starring together in a late shift. I used to be a vampire clown in a circus. 45 years later, I'm, I'm Grandpa Munster, who's a funny vampire. Like, you can't, you can't make it up. It's, it's, it's because my, when I was a kid, everything that I had interest in, I'm sure it was because the, the big guy was saying, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. I need you to be a funny vampire. And I'll tell you when, but I'm going to need it. See, I've always believed that, you know, I'm, I'm totally with you, but I've always believed that we've lived this life before and we're getting a second opportunity to say yes to something that we said no to. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Hey, you got a, you got a nod from the wife over here to the right. <laughs> she, she thought that, you know, I, I, I hope that that's the case because I spent so much time trying to mentor people and and trying to lead them as best I can uh, to a solid path of reality. Mm -hmm. 
telling them that they will not get another chance to live this life. Uh, and, you know, that's why you have to stay focused on goals. Uh, but I'm not, I'm also not the mentor you think. I'm not the guy who says, you know, don't, you can't have a family until you become the success you want to be. Right. No, I say you have to be a well-rounded citizen of the United States if you're here. And that means you have to, you know, think about other people. You have to, you know, be considerate of others. I try to move the actor out of the center of the earth, their equation and into the periphery so that they don't see their success in terms of only themselves, but in terms of how it could benefit others with all the roles that you have played and this has always been my fascination with acting and even people who are in broadcasting we assume these roles we bring these roles to life when do you get to be daniel oh do you know i i spend as little time as myself as possible really? no that's that's a lie no 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 dude you know think of from the beginning you know the second movie i got to be in was river's edge yeah now i was a 20 one-year-old married man, you know, playing a high school killer of my, I didn't come home and say, you know, be like, you've got to call me Samson to my <laughs> wife. She would have left me. And so, you know, she would have been like, well, all right, Samson, take out the garbage, you know, uh, tell Samson that he didn't bring his laundry in. So it's not going to get done. So that's, you know, it's one thing you want to be that guy and how do you then you exclude yourself uh, from the rest of your life truth is i'm even even when we're working and even when i'm playing a despicable character i am myself first and foremost and we just did a movie now and i want to make sure we talk about <clears throat> excuse me angel baby yes but i just directed a movie called tuesday's flu in which i was not only uh, one of the producers I was the director and playing the lead villain. Mm. So needless to say, I had to be all those people at the same time mm. uh, uh, and then turn on the bad guy when necessary. So when you play those roles, those then you're wearing all those different hats. Do you do what I do? I do a defrag journal where I have to break it down and then go through the transitions and understand what each personality is bringing to the game. Dude, no. Now I should do that. I, what do you call the defrag journal? I'm totally stealing that. Yeah, go um, for it, man. That's what it's all about. In fact, I even have a channel that's called Defrag, and the reason why is because I believe that we all go through these transitions. I mean, I walk through this forest here in Charlotte uh, every single day because I know that I've got to become somebody else after this studio. Interesting. And so you go through the forest. I do. I do. This forest is my life. So I have... Because I've been directing, let's say, myself in roles for so long, I started in the theater doing that. Um, I, I don't generally have time to massage, uh, you know, my own kind of needs in the situation. I just move quickly from, you know, actor to whatever writer to, you know, in whatever situation. Um, it's easy to be a director and the character, it's a lot harder to be the producer, yeah. you know, when someone comes and says, oh, you know, the toilet, the toilet at the church where we're having lunch doesn't work. Uh, and then I'm like, thanks so much. I Now I have to I have to go and relate, you know, the death of this girl or whatever. But, you know, Doug, Doug Tate's doing it in, in Angel Baby. 
he's he acted and mm-hmm. and directed the movie simultaneously and and had one other one other uh difficulty thrown his way which is he was also directing his wife Isabel Cueva who does such a great job in the movie mm-hmm. now you know um not every marriage can go through that you know what I mean uh I'm blessed that I have a partner excuse me Tammy and I we we edit our films together and produce our films together and we laugh and smile the whole time yeah but you know Somebody has to say no. I'm. I've got to make the, the decision because you know it's my name on the movie. Um, but uh, you know they've crafted a great spellbinding thriller, um, and he did it. You know he did it with himself in the movie, which is you know not easy. Mm-hmm. Not easy. This movie is going to stay with the listeners. And what I mean by that is, is that and they, they need to know that, first of all, it, you're going to go into Angel Baby and it's an experience and, and you're going to want to talk about it, but you can't spoil anything for, you know, and, and give it to other people. They've got to experience themselves. But I, I got to tell you, I, I want to go talk to a professional after this because it gets into my head. Yeah, 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 dude. Yes. No, it's it's a very it's very intense. And then, you know, like the good filmmaker he is. You know, there's twists and turns, and let's credit the you know the writers as well, obviously, for writing it that way. But I mean, you're like, wait, what? Come on, come on. Yeah. Um, I think I think they did a terrific job with it. And uh, I'm very pleased that I'm part of it. Don't you think, though, that part of the thrill of this movie is the fact that you know, as as viewers, we sit there and go, "My God, this could really happen to me." Jeez, yeah, I yeah, you know the whole like being alone in a cabin thing. You know, number Scares one me. doesn't. Yeah, it does. Really, I'm I'm glad that two grown men can admit it, Arrow. Yeah, it scares me. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I'm not opposed. To, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not one of those actors who's opposed to firearms. I'm you know, all for self protection. Um, so you know, that said, I would suggest that no one. Uh, sneaks into my cabin while I'm sleeping because <laughs> it ain't gonna end well for them but uh uh yeah no it's it's creepy McGillicuddy and you know uh I yeah I, I don't want any part of it I'm also you know for a guy for a, a, a poor schnook from Pennsylvania there is a level of comfort that I now require in my life so that I can sleep well so that I can act well I don't require first-class amenities always, but I do require clean sheets, a clean bed, and no no rats or, or mice. Right. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the huge <laughs> is something that means a lot to me. Being on the set of Angel Baby, what was it like to bring the scenes to life? Because, I mean, you, as you've said, you've got to go into editing, you've got to go into production afterwards, and then we get it as viewers. But what do, do you feel the same thing that we are when you're on that set? So, Aaron, I, I don't want to spoil where I am in the movie, but um, uh, I, I didn't take part in a lot of the scares uh, but the hardest part for me being on the set was initially not not hugging and kissing Rebecca Dumournay and telling her I've loved her and don't tell the wife I'm ready to, you know. Uh, 
you know, that's number one. You know, you're like, don't act like an idiot. Don't act like yeah. an idiot. Don't act like an idiot. And they go, Dan, have you met Rebecca? And you go, yeah. And by the way, if I can, you know, say about, I mean, it's, I know how old people are because we've been around for the same amount of time. So I know how old people are. Um, Rebecca de Mornay looks perfect. Um, perfect. And she's a, a, a great, she's a great actress. No doubt about that. Um, yeah, they did very good with performances in this. Uh, Dan Steele, who plays uh, Isabel's husband, is yep. terrific. She's terrific. I'm okay. Oh, um, uh, but it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's a, it's, it's a good movie. People are going to be really stoked to see it. And th I think they can see it today. Yes. Yes. Like if you, if you can't get to the theater, you could go to anywhere films are, are rented or downloaded or video on demand. And it, it should be available today. Absolutely. And especially going into this weekend and stuff like that, because if you're, you being here in North Carolina, I mean, you know what the weather's going to be like. We need a good movie like this to get us beyond this weather. Oh, yeah. And uh, can we just say one more time here in North Carolina, please come to the Andy Griffith Playhouse and please see me as Scrooge. We're playing Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tickets are still available. People could go to surreyarts.org. Uh, and I come out at, if you're, you know, a fan, uh, bring your camera. I come out and I meet everybody Aww. after the show, take pictures. And, and beside me, we've got a amazing North Carolinian cast. So come and support them. Wow. See, this is what I've always loved about you. You're, you're so in touch with people. You, you know, even though you are Daniel Roebuck, you're still Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Man, and then you sit down and talk with us. You sit down and talk with anybody. It's very unnerving for people who don't know. You know, my family is so used to being at Disneyland. <laughs> and if, you know, somebody has questions, I stop and I answer the question. Whereas another actor might keep moving, but I always said, uh, I'm, you know, my former wife would say, I'll just see you at the ride. Yeah. <laughs> my current wife will say, um, we're just going to go over there and sit in the shade. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh, look, I don't know. I look at it this way. What if I'm the only chance someone has to meet someone who does what I do for a living? Yep. And if I'm a jerk to them, they're going to say actors are jerks. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't I don't want that responsibility. So wow. in North Carolina, you could come see Angel Baby on TV uh, or wherever you can download it. And the end, you could come see A Christmas Carol here on Mount Airy <clears throat> on the Andy Griffith Theater right next to the Andy Griffith Museum. I love it. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Thank you, Eric. You're very kind. Thank you so much for that. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? All right, I'm going to try. <laughs> ah, I'm back. I'm back at her. I'm back. <laughs> Let her arrow. <laughs>